Chris Lee and Blake Lovell of Southeastern 14 here to do power rankings heading into Thanksgiving week. Been a very interesting. We apologize to some of you teams for for having to do power rankings because you're not going to like where you're at. Right. (laughs) Some some fan bases would like to power rank themselves out of college basketball for a week or two entirely, probably. But Mm -hmm. we're here to break it all down. And we start with our reminder that this is sponsored by Bet Online. The holiday season is off and rolling with NFL in full stride, NBA and NHL hitting midseason form. Bet Online is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info. With up to the minute sports wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions, Bet Online is the top spot for everything pro and amateur when it comes to sports. And it's not just the big four. Bet Online has info available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time. For almost any sport that is played, from MMA to international soccer, head to Bet Online today. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE, that is B L E A V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, power rankings. We always start at the bottom with power rankings. Who we got at 14, Blake? As a reminder, these are our staff composite rankings. These are not just any of our individual rankings. And these were. The bottom five teams here were quite an interesting bunch to figure out. Uh, and as you'll, as we'll talk about, pretty much all of us had these teams ranked in different areas. Not the same for the middle and some places at the top, but the bottom we were all over the place on our rankings here. So I love it when you do that because what you really mean is don't come yelling at me on Twitter for for the listen, stuff my partners. If you are one of these bottom five fan bases <laughs> and you're coming and yelling at anybody. Um, I'm sorry, I don't mean bottom five fan bases of the teams that are ranked in the bottom five. <laughs> then we we have flaws we can point out for these teams. We're stepping in it. We haven't even rated a team yet. We got flaws we can point out for teams that are higher than ten. But for right now, these are the five. I think that we were all pretty clear in our thinking that these are the bottom five teams in the SEC right this second. But we're only a couple weeks into the season, so here we go. All that delaying to tell you that Ole Miss is the team that winds up at fourteen. Now, I'm going to let Chris, you know, stand up for Ole Miss here because he was the high man on them. Um, And I'm just here to tell you that I could certainly argue against Ole Miss being 14 when they are undefeated at this point at 4-0. But if you watch the games and you see how teams play, I don't think it's that big of a stretch to think that they are the team that's furthest behind right now. But... They have won all their games, and Chris, there are some teams that have not won all their games against teams that they should have beaten. So if Ole Miss fans are upset, I can understand that because there's some validity to it, I believe. Well, you know how I like my stats. Um, I've compiled a, a points above average for four ranking systems. Like Ole Miss is actually 12th in the SEC in that. And wow. Two teams we will discuss. Hey, hey, buddy, they, they beat Eastern Washington and Sam Houston State. That's more than a team or two in this league. Can uh, say that's so what far. I said. You're right. Yes. <laughs> and so I I think them being at 14 is debatable. Like, I, I'm not sure they should be there. But this is where they wound up in terms of staff, of the polls for all of our staff. This is where they wound up. So. I, I did watch a good bit of that Sam Houston game the other night. And they, they didn't look great. I still like some of their parts. Is the ceiling for this team super high? No. Can can you justify moving up? Yes, and I did, but that's where we are. I, I think I'm interested to see what Chris Beard does, does with this team. I think they're going to get better. They're going to play hard. Uh, I think they're going to lean on Alan Flanagan, who's going to deliver him some wins. But uh, I'm interested to see what they do going forward, Like, 
I think they're too low, but we'll we'll see if that turns out to be the case. All right, number 13. Vandy, and, and I think the question is which Vandy are we ranking? Because I think if we rank the team with, with Tyron Lawrence and Ben Allen Lubin, they yeah. probably rank higher, probably. Well, we can't rank that maybe, team maybe not. we haven't seen that team. Uh, <laughs> yes, we haven't seen that team. And, and buddy, the, the team we have seen – let me let me just give you the highlight for Vanderbilt. And this this looks better than it did a week ago. Vanderbilt beat UNC Greensboro 98 in Ken Palm. Uh who but beat my goodness, who beat Arkansas is we'll get to. But came that close to losing to Central Arkansas and did lose to Presbyterian, which is, by the way, for whatever it's worth, out of the 300s in Ken Palm now. They're a robust 279 today. But this is the territory we're in with some of these teams. Yeah, I, I mean, that's yeah, I think you could justify a swap of Ole Miss and Vandy, although not saying it should be that case right now, but I can understand, which if I look at some of our individual rankings here right now, some of us did have it that way, but hey, it is what it is. So, all right, number 12 is Georgia. Um, this was another one, like, from the point system standpoint, uh, there was a little bit of a gap between Georgia and Vanderbilt and Ole Miss, but not much um, because Georgia – here's what I – here's the reason – I think let me look at where I had Georgia. I think I had I actually had them a little higher. Um, I think I was the high man on Georgia. It's because hey, they got a win over Wake Forest, and I mean that's not a lot. Well, there are a lot of teams have. Well, yeah, and it's just I mean they got a a power conference win so far, and I know Wake Forest just lost LSU, but again, I, I've seen some good with Georgia. They they've been right there in a lot of these games, and so I know they're two and three, but. You know, you rank a team on strength if that's what we're doing, and we probably all have our own individual criteria in terms of what we value most. And Georgia a little bit higher, but they're here at 12. Yeah, Georgia 0-3 against the Ken Palm top 50, 2-0 against teams outside. Yeah. So, I mean, there you go. All right. Number 11, the Missouri Tigers, um, who were not that far away from being ranked lower than Georgia. Uh, one point separated them in our when we compiled all the individual staff rankings. So could have very well been 12. Um, and I'm actually looking at it here now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a couple people had Missouri lower. But the person who brought Missouri up to the number 11 ranking, the high man himself, it's not me, it's Chris. <laughs> Chris is the person who ranked Missouri the highest this week, and that helped him move up to 11. Um. If you didn't watch our reaction video for, you know, the Sunday games, we talked a lot about Missouri in there. And, you know, as I said, they're just, they're not there yet. That Jackson State loss, disappointing, uh, inexcusable in some ways, but it is a team that's still trying to figure it out. And yeah, this is where they are right now. They are, you know, probably this team that is kind of where they should be in the rankings just because they have not looked great uh, in most instances so far. The uh, points above average model I'm putting together has got Missouri 10th in this, which I don't go by solely. That, I'll vouch for that. Just just point of information there. Uh, not not real thrilled with what Missouri did Sunday, although did did win at Minnesota for whatever that was worth right before. Very little consistency so far, and we talked a lot about their offensive. How do you issues. rank these teams? How do you rank these teams? Well, look, I mean, let me just tell you, there's nothing <laughs> – kind of there's nothing more pointless than a four game five game in sec basketball power ranking but guess what we're giving you great content here uh so 
these do not matter right now. We do these for fun. As I always say, these are just supposed to be fun to do, but these were not fun to do because you're no. really trying to figure out how to rank these teams. But somehow, some way, LSU, who we thought was going to be 14th, um, if they were probably, were they last week? I don't remember. I think um, they were, and I think we've ranked them too high today. But I mean, you say that, but it, I mean, really, you say that, but look at the four teams below them. What have they done to warrant being above LSU? I, that, that's fair, and I think that's how they got here. Look, two top 100 Ken Palm wins, North Texas, Wake Forest, uh, and, and lost to Dayton, which is 60 in Ken Palm by that much. So there was the Nickel State loss, too, which was ugly and deservedly got LSU penalized, but that's where we settled. Look, I don't I don't think anybody 10 to 14 right now is feeling outstanding about the state of things. But LSU did give itself a little boost to feel better last week, and that was reflected in our rankings. Yeah, I think it's like the way I look at this is like if you play on a neutral floor right now, which team do you have more confidence in? It's hard to believe I would put LSU this high, but it is true that they just won two neutral court games against North Texas and Wake Forest. Um, even though they lost the one against Dayton, which I don't think Dayton's a bad team at all. They beat St. John's, uh, you know, came up short against Houston, but so does pretty much everyone else. Um, and yeah, so I, I mean, yeah, the Nichols game, I get it, but Hey, you're, you're ranking teams that have bad losses through here, which again, maybe Ole Miss fans are like, what are we doing down here in this spot when some of these other teams got bad losses, but I still doing this based on strength and strength wise, maybe we'll give a slight nod to LSU over some of these other teams. I just, Again, these are the five I think that have they got a lot to still work on. Um, but I'm curious to think how other people would rank the bottom five, which I know there could be some bias involved, but just saying. All right, this is where we take a step up. And little did we know when we say that that the South Carolina Gamecocks were going to represent this next tier of teams because even right now at five and zero oh, and at number nine in our composite rankings. I don't, I'm telling you, Chris, I think that could be low. I, I really do think that it's probably a combination of we started them at 14, and the fact is maybe they've just not jumped up enough. But I am telling you right now, if you look at South Carolina, the team we're going to talk about next after them on a neutral floor right now, I don't know, man. I, it's wild to think that those two could be a kind of coin flip type game, but South Carolina has has done some things that make me think it could be. And we'll talk about that team in a second. But the Gamecocks, unbeaten, and sitting at number nine in our rankings and could be higher, in my opinion. Were we unanimous on Carolina at nine? Yes, that's what I was going to say. We were unanimous okay. on seven through nine. So everyone had the same seven through nine, um, which is wild because I would not have thought that. But we did, and South Carolina was nine. Well, I there were about two teams that I had no trouble ranking. And – Carolina was one of them, the first of, of the two. The second one is way ahead in the countdown. And, and the reason I did, I, I think that Carolina has clearly, well, to me, separated itself from the teams below it. But I think you still got to take under consideration the eight teams in front of Carolina, which were all pretty much unanimous preseason NCAA tournament picks. Have, have all of them had their proudest moments? No. Can I move Carolina ahead of any of them yet? Also, no. I can, I can see that. I just, look, I, I try to, I try to hype up teams here. I try not to be the downer on teams. Um, so yeah, I'm trying you've to, you've got to pick, you've got to pick a new battle now that your man went down in flames yesterday. Um, again, it's game five. Let's all calm down. 
Speaking of finding the bright spots, the team I was talking about is number eight, Arkansas, which I'm curious to see what the Hogs, uh, the fans, thinks of this. Because Speaking of cold now. I know. Look, these are our our established basketball fan bases. We, we established it. Our first two, like, you know, breakout fan bases were Arkansas and Missouri. And I hate that they're both, you know, sitting here kind of dealing with some similar uh, issues uh, thus far and losing games they shouldn't lose. Although, like we said, I think the Missouri one's a little bit uh, bigger uh, than the UNC Greensboro one. But Arkansas's at eight. And like I said, we all were unanimous in putting them at eight. And so wild to think that it's that's what it is. But, you know, we mentioned even in some of those games they won, you could see some things that were frustrating Eric Musselman. And, you know, it comes back to kind of bite them in that game against Greensboro. And now they set up for, you know, Atlantis, where they're going to have at least two very difficult games probably. They got the Duke home game coming up next Wednesday. So Hogs got to figure it out fast. Uh, and they don't have the, the greatest schedule to try to do that. But here they are. When we did our preseason power rankings, I don't remember if I clarified this, but my thinking was I would not pick Arkansas as high in the SEC as I would pick them at the end of the season because Eric Musselman's teams always do this. Now, I did not think they would be this underwhelming in November. But the history with those teams is they get better. They start hitting their stride maybe mid to late January, and, and then they take off from there. But there have been some rough spots in between. I, I did not see a loss to UNC Greensboro being part of that. I thought they were too talented. But the Hogs right now have played one time, one team inside the Ken Pop Top 100. That is UNC Greensboro, which is quite honestly there because the way it played against Arkansas and the, the Hogs are 0 1 in those games. So, yeah, it's all right. Last bus pulling over, getting some, remember the unleaded to start with. Now we're going on to the premium. Um, that's how we, we keep this bus rolling. So we'll see what happens. All right. As we said, unanimous seven through nine. It was Florida, Arkansas, South Carolina in that order. Or the Gators just dominated Florida State. I think we're seeing they're going to be a different team with Zion Poland because it gives them that extra guard. They would have beat Virginia if they had him. We can play what ifs, but I'm just telling you they would have. Um, and so, yeah, I think this is a team that my guess is there's a real possibility we look back in about a month uh, and say that Florida <laughs> – at seven was kind of laughable just because I think they have got high upside based on what I've seen mm -hmm. so far and wouldn't surprise me at all if we're talking about them in a month from now and they've that they're just rolling through teams and moving up uh, quite a bit maybe in our rankings Florida's my preseason sleeper team in the league and they beat the absolute tour out of Florida State if you didn't see that or check the box score Florida was up 30 at half in that one yeah well, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's what they did. And so they're really good. I think, again, their upside is a bit higher than maybe we would have thought entering the season. Uh, we won't talk about sleeper teams. I'm going to tell you who mine was. But uh, all right, number six. This is where again, we had some debate. I think we all had number one the same, but we all had different orders, two through six. Uh, number six winds up being Auburn. And I'm trying to see who the high man was on Auburn. I think, well, I think, yeah, a couple of us were, were higher. I was higher on Auburn than uh, this ranking. But still, I mean, I think this is where you're starting to see, really at Florida, I think you're, these are the teams that I think are separated themselves. Um, although South Carolina fans could argue maybe they have to this point. But these top seven, they're pretty good. <laughs> so yeah. 
I think Auburn. And I think the top good. eight are, to be fair to Arkansas. It just agreed. Doesn't yeah. look good lately. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Arkansas. I'd be surprised, like you said, if Arkansas is number eight in our rankings two months from now. I just don't see it happening. But um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see if that happens. But Auburn again felt like a missed opportunity against Baylor. Thinking back, you know, certainly had their plays to win that game. Dominated Notre Dame. St. Bonaventure win by 17. So, yeah, right back on track for the, the Tigers. Yeah, I mean, played one good team, lost that one, could have easily won it, but they didn't. And yeah. I think if they had, we, we'd have all had Auburn higher. But Yep. Mississippi State's five. Um, I can't say I'm surprised by that because I'm pretty sure – Look through the rankings, yeah. Although, I will say, high man on uh, Mississippi State was Max. Max had him at three. So, that did push them up a little bit here, and I, I wouldn't argue against that based on everything we talked about, how good they've looked without Tulu Smith, one of the best defensive teams in the country. Offense is put, putting it together now. That's a dangerous combination against this team, knowing what you're going to get defensively. So, yeah, got a good upcoming schedule, in my opinion. I mean, that I don't want to get ahead of myself here, Chris, because, look <laughs> – We've seen what happens to teams in the SEC losing games they shouldn't so far, but I'm looking at Mississippi State's non-conference schedule the rest of the way. Got a long way to go. I'm telling you right now, don't be stunned if they get out of there unscathed the way they're playing right now. I think they they are the favorite in all those games. Um, I'd probably just put the jinx on them, but just telling you it's possible. I haven't fact-checked this, but is Mississippi State the only team in the league with three top 100 Ken Palm wins so far? I think it is. Mm. I don't think anybody's got more. I would assume that's correct. Um, okay. Yeah, because, I mean, right. by the way, we're recording this just as Tennessee's about to tip off against Syracuse. Um, and so I just want to keep that as a caveat for people uh, when we get to, in the, up the rankings a little bit here. But, yeah, I, I mean, Tennessee's only played three games, so they wouldn't. Um. Yeah, I think you're right on that. So, here's the other thing: looking at Ken Pompage, the the top usage guy is Josh Hubbard so far, and none of us would have had that preseason. Yeah. He scored 29 his last time out. Look out for those guys because we said if they get shooting, oh, and oh, and if they get to Lou Smith, they're they're pretty dangerous. You expect the Chris Jans club to to defend, but if they can shoot a little bit, which they have so far, then. Uh, signaling's higher for this team than any of us would have anticipated. Because, frankly, I sort of – I'm not going to say I wrote them off without Tulu Smith, but I had some questions about them offensively, and then he was gone. I was like, oh, boy. Uh, yeah. But that is that is not what we have gotten. It is not. Um, all right, A&M at four. I know you're still the high man on A&M, which I don't – I mean, I think we've all got them about where we had them to start the season. You know, um, and – well, actually, I was looking now. I was like, okay, so AM has two top 100 wins in Ken Palm. They beat SMU and Ohio State. But I mean, I feel like AM's just doing what they do. Like, yeah. they're not like blowing some of these teams out, but they're just finding ways to win. And, you know, they got an interesting stretch run of the schedule. We talked about that. Much tougher non conference this year. Penn State coming up next. I can't remember who they play after that, depending on what Virginia. happens. Well, I meant, I think, I assume they're part of a, it's a tournament, right? With Penn State, like starting there. So, um. Yeah, that's the one in Florida. So they'll play someone after that. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I guess okay. I don't know if it's two or three games, but they got to go to Virginia, Memphis, Houston, all those two on the schedule. So yeah. So I like the fact that they've they've loaded up the schedule, but already winning close games, and I don't have a lot to add on A and M. Like this is they've just been doing what they do, and they just keep winning. So 
They've given up 66 points three games in a row. There's your factoid of the day. That that Um, was very useful, wasn't it? Will they allow more than 66 points in a game the rest of the season? My guess is no. But Well, to, to, in all seriousness, um, I had A&M as my preseason number one team. Now, I, I qualified that with I didn't know what Tennessee was going to get out of Ziegler. I had questions. I would have flipped it. But I, I, still, A&M would have been two preseason for me under that scenario. I, I can't – they've done nothing to really drop down any further from two in my mind, although there's a couple teams pushing them. But I'm not I'm not ready to move A&M down from where I had them yet. But But you guys obviously were. I don't think I – I may have moved him down I just a spot. threw you under the bus, didn't I? I may have I moved him down to. a spot. I didn't – yeah, <laughs> I, I did. I had him at four. So, I wind up being the person who – At yeah. the Blake level, is that it on Twitter? The composite winds up being what I ranked him. But you had them higher. Other people had them lower. Uh, so, I was right there on the, the, the range here. Now, let's talk about a team that for some reason, some of you people on the staff continue – to underrate, in my opinion. Oh boy, but I said boy. I was purposely moving them up because they deserve it at this point. And it's time for everyone to jump on board here. Number three is Alabama. And I was the high man on Alabama. I had Alabama second. I put them at two this week. Um, because I think, you know, we can talk all we want about the defensive stuff and all that. But guess what? They just beat South Alabama by, what, 56 points. They only gave up 46 in that game. They beat Mercer by 31 you can tell me that and play the Ken Palm top 100 team, all of this stuff you want to tell me. But all I know is they've scored 98 points in every game they played this season. They are running people out of the gym. I don't care if they give up 100. They're going to score 101. Um, now, I say all that. Play Ohio State on Friday. Watch them, you know, have a disappointing performance. I'm, I'm trying to stay optimistic here, but some of these SEC losses are just they're starting to get to me here now. Uh, but they've got a tough stretch coming up. Like I said, they – I would say Friday, again, I, don't, I can't remember if that's part of another game. They got Clemson, who looks really good right now. They got the game against Purdue. They got to go to Creighton. They got Arizona. Liberty's still on there, which we know is really good. So the schedule starts to get tougher here, but it's time for everyone to jump on board, Alabama, um, because the tide are rolling. I had them at two, uh, but that's okay. With everybody else slacking on the tide right now. Look, they're number six nationally in Ken Palm, which is number one in the league. Uh, the other computers have them very close to one. They have them almost inseparable with Tennessee. I just need to see them play somebody inside the Ken Palm top 100 before I jump in with both. Indiana State's we're, we're, 103. We're, 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 we're is there a bunch of opportunities between a 99 and 103? Come on, please. Let's let's <laughs> not get ourselves here. Come on. There's not a huge difference. Don't give me the Ken Palm 100 stat. They, they played 103. Come on. Who is Facts. hold on a second? Who is the 99th ranked team in Ken Palm? And you're telling me that if they would have beat them instead of Indiana State, you'd have been all in on Alabama, Wichita State. All right, I may give you a little bit on that. Um, Greensboro. Did I tell a lie there? Did I tell a lie there? Oklahoma State is one in three. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know. So, so you're telling me if they'd have beat Kent State, Loyola, Marymount? Uh, okay, I'm just kidding. Alabama. I like how you elevate teams on just beat down to teams that they're supposed to beat down. I think These that's... are yes, you absolutely do. I say this all the time. I, I I don't I don't think people understand this enough. Like I you can absolutely get more value at times out of watching teams beat teams unmercifully the way they should beat them rather than let them hang around. I think there is a hundred percent something to that. Well, that's, because that's true of the bottom part of the league for sure, but no, it is. It's a hundred percent true. I'm telling you, like, I'm, not for everyone. <laughs> this is my personal preference. But if you 
beat a team the way you should beat a team and or worse, I get more out of that than watching a team beat somebody 65 to 64 that they should have beaten by 15. That tells me way more about a team than you just sit there and let somebody hang around. Um, so what you're saying is you get more out of Alabama just beating the living crap out of South Alabama than you do A&M going to Ohio State and winning. That's not what I'm saying. I think that's what you said. That's not what, that's I'm what saying. I heard. You know, that's not what I'm saying. It's <laughs> because otherwise, if you let things hang around and you don't come out and kind of establish yourself doing that kind of stuff, then you get an Arkansas who we did kind of looked at it and said, ah, you know, didn't look the greatest in that game against Old Dominion at times. Not a bad team, but you want to see a little more separation there. And then it comes back to bite you in the next game. Missouri is the same way. So. Look, I'm just I'm playing around. I'm, here, I'm fine with separating teams in the bottom half based on did you beat the tar out of somebody that you could beat the tar out of. When I get to the top half, I get a little little pickier. Little pickier Who else point. in the SEC has scored 98 or more points and/or has a 56 point win to their credit? I'll sit back and wait. Okay. No one else in the SEC has done that. Um, it's funny because that's I, what you're going to put all your chips in on, and that is your right as an American. I can absolutely that away. am four games into the season. You're 100% <laughs> right. Four games of the season, I'm all in on this methodology. Now, it'll change. Next I cannot week, wait to bank this and use it against you later. It'll, it'll, it's funny because I think people were saying how much you're discounting Alabama not long ago, but Alabama fans, um, yeah, you're back, in my opinion. You're defending champion. All right. <laughs> Number two is Kentucky. Uh, we've all said Kentucky's looked really good. Well, they lost a game to Kansas, but remember too, we still hadn't seen Kentucky's full team yet. Once you get the big guys back, I mean, they're going to be tough. Reed Shepard, they're shooting the ball, all those things. Okay, now this this is where I'm going to be a little hypocritical because I've watched Kentucky, I think, and well, I didn't see the – Stonehill, Stonehenge, whoever. Well, clearly you saw the Stonehill game, Chris, because Kentucky no, came out and beat Stonehill by 34, who's the 352nd ranked team in Ken Palm. That has to mean something. So, I mean, yeah, well, they're a lot of 18 inch Stonehill. So, well, um, like I watched the Kansas game, I, I most of it. I loved what I saw. I, I know it went bad lately. I know why it went bad late in that game. Uh, I guess I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth. I, I love what I saw when I watched a lot of those New Mexico yeah. State and Commerce games, just after just picking you apart on you doing the same for Alabama. It's <laughs> a so, shame, really, yeah. that it all comes back. Now, I, I watched them. I like the pieces. I think they can defend. I think they can offend. I think they are missing some key guys. I think they've got serious talent. I will ride with Kentucky at two. I will also tell you that I'd be just fine putting Kentucky at two as well. So all that argument to tell you that, um, yeah, I think Kentucky at two is completely worth the price of admission. Uh, I would, I would pay that. So, yeah. The I mean, the question I have is what, what is a stone hill? Do we know? Uh, I think it's an old wooden ship, um, but made of stone, yeah, made of stone. Um, sank quickly against Kentucky. Well, I don't know. But Wait, Kentucky does look good. Dumb. Just like you said, we, we can only judge what we've seen so far, but if they get their full team back soon enough, look out. Um, all right. Now, again, we're recording this, and it's. I hope this isn't like ironic that we are getting to the number one team just as they are tipping off this game. So if Tennessee loses to Syracuse, 
Can we put this? Okay, let's just let's do this real quick. If Tennessee loses to Syracuse, where do we put Tennessee? Where would you well, move them to? Because clearly Alabama would be number one in you know the case that Tennessee loses. I mean, yeah, so. five maybe. But they're not going to lose to Syracuse. You, oh, you can't this... say that, Chris. You cannot say that. And <laughs> I just published this. Oh my gosh, this is well. Not... You have you've had this. You've mentioned it like eight times before we went live that you were scared to death that Tennessee was going to lose to Syracuse. I, look, this is the pessimistic SEC basketball guy in me now coming out after seeing the way some of these games have gone. Pessimistic. You not, just you but... just crown Alabama the national champion based on. Hey, beating two hundred ish Ken Palm teams. Alabama is the defending SEC champion, the SEC tournament champion, the defending top overall seed in the NCAA tournament. So let's calm down here. All right. I'm just saying, if Tennessee were to lose this game, where would we put them? Yeah, I think you're about right. We'd slide them down a couple spots. Um, if Tennessee but, loses this game, we may have to do an emergency video. We're not doing that. And strike all the nice things. We're not but they're not to losing this year. Um. Boy, you're gonna have a lot of Syracuse fans in this video if that happens. But that's true. Anyways, yeah, Tennessee at one, nothing changes here. I mean, there's not a lot to go into. We, we've said Tennessee's been at one since we started the season. We've talked a lot about them uh, in other videos, and yeah, I mean, it's they're to this point prior to this game being played that we don't know the outcome of uh, as we're recording. They've been the best team in the league, in my opinion. Unanimous, unanimous at number one unanimous. in our all of our rankings. So uh, we'll see what happens. All a lot right, of basketball we've played this week. Yeah, a lot of big games. A lot of again, these are this is the week where next week's power rankings. I think you start to see some separation in certain spots. Um, like we said, we were all unanimous at Tennessee at one, all unanimous seven through nine. Everywhere else, there were differences. So maybe we see a few more common threads next week in terms of us all being on the same page, but we'll see. Got plenty of football content coming. Got plenty of hoops content coming. Best way to catch a lot, hit the subscribe button, enable your notifications. He is Blake Lovell. I'm Chris Lee. We are Southeastern 14 presented by Bet Online, and thanks for watching.